When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. All right then. Yeah. Happy National Vanilla Cupcake Day, everybody. If you like cupcakes, today's the day that you get one in you. Can I, t- I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I do not like cupcakes at all. Okay. So is that just, like, if it was in front of you and that was the only dessert present, like, do you dislike them to the point where you won't even eat that then? You know, I used to like cupcakes. I mean, I distinctly remember I could come home from school and I could smell my mom was baking and, and she'd be making cupcakes. And those were always delicious. The problem is, in our ongoing pissing match between bakeries, cupcakes have become so big. And covered in so much icing that it's actually a turnoff how sweet they are. I I take the, and even like the, the, I I get keto cupcakes every now and again. I don't even, I'm not even a big fan of of cupcakes either. I'm with you. I'm more of like, I'll do like a cookie. I'll do a brownie. No problem. But the ice, you're not wrong. The icing is like, takes up, you know, three quarters of the whole fucking thing. Why is that? It's like two, three bites before you get to the cake part. I like the cake part. Me too. In fact, I like cake with very little icing. That, I know it might sound weird to some, but that's what I enjoy. How and does that work when she sits in it? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to play that. I, I am going to fucking play that card one of these days. And, you know, I don't care if it's inappropriate. I'm going to send you a picture. Look at that ass in that cake right there. <laughs> you think it'll change my mind? I mean, like, really? I, I well, don't know. That's not bad. You know, I can't, there's two types of people that I meet these days. People who are just fans of the podcast or maybe our radio show as well. And people who think I'm just a sick motherfucker who, if they go out with me, I'm going to make them sit in a cake. It has really screwed up my dating life. <laughs> how much you deep six this thing. I think it's, you got to go way back into the archives, by the way. But the, the cake sitting thing is like, if I'm not mistaken, from the very beginning, it's like, Season one episode, or was it, is it even season one? Consider season one. It was like episode 50-something. Yeah, I think that was season one. Yeah, so season one, go right around episode 54 to 57 there, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. It's not weird. And if a girl <laughs> wants to do it, it feels good. I mean, try something new. Why don't you do that? Why don't you take that Maybe on? Take it off my shoulders and you be the cake sitting girl instead of me being the cake sitting guy. Maybe I should try it one time. I mean, I'm look, I I I uh it's different. Uh it's just not one of those things that, that are talked about enough. Maybe we should start to normalize it a little bit more. You know, just as you talk about, you know, sex positions, we should talk about, you know, what kind of cake we prefer to sit in. Does that ever come up in girl talk, by the way? Sex positions, like, do you girls, when you're talking about whatever girl talk you guys have, do you do you talk about like what you did the night before, or not does it ever go that in depth? No, I mean not all the time. And I'm thinking about like the most when I get together with my girlfriends. Like, I've got like a, a I know we're like in our mid 30s, but we're doing like a sleepover for Christmas. That's what we decided that we're going to do. Fuck going out for a fancy dinner. Let's just have a sleepover. So that's what we're doing. And so when we get Where? into those at my girlfriend's house. 
So they don't have kids. So it's a little easier. So we're going uh, to her house. <laughs> I love that, that model. Yeah, cool. it's good. That's great. It works. It works. And she's definitely got a party house. So we like it. But, you know, when we're deep into those conversations, if we if we do even get that deep, you know, everybody's different. Some people are just really quick. It really comes down to everyone's different, Scott. So some people are a lot more open with it. And they're like an open book. Like, oh, fuck, it was so good. You know, I did this and that. And then we switched it up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get it down to the T, the exact detail of what happened the last time that they were with their partner. Others are very shy. You can't even tell if they've ever had sex other than the fact that maybe they procreated. They're like, oh, do they even do they even do that? They don't seem to. She doesn't even seem to talk about it. So I think it just depends on the person. Some people are more shy with it. Some people aren't. Just like any other, you know, group of group of people that might talk about life. Um, some are more open and some aren't. And that that's what I find the case. So not everybody talks about it, and that's totally fine, by the way. Okay. Does do people overshare? Like, do they ever come out with oh. shit? And you're like, I didn't really want to know that. Oh, I think we've all been been talking with an oversharer before. I've talked with someone who I, I literally just met. Um, maybe it was a second time meeting them. And at the time, they were, <laughs> my husband would laugh at this. At the time, they were dating a, a, fr- a friend of my husband's. And so we went out on a couple of double dates. And it was way too much. Like, I think it was one of those, like, date one, like, okay, they're cool. You know what? I get along with her. You're obviously friends. It's all, all's good. And it escalated real quick, like just got strained. There was alcohol involved. So maybe that's what changed. But absolutely. We, I think we've all been, haven't you been in that scenario where you're just hearing too much? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think guys have those kind of conversations. Like anytime I talk to my guy buddies, I would feel weird asking him about something that he does with his wife or girlfriend in bed. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Sometimes I don't. I don't want to know. And even with girlfriends, I'm, I'm friends with their husbands too, I would say. You know, like not like we text each other. I don't text my friend's husband usually. I mean, unless we are that close. I have a couple of girlfriends whose husbands I would text for different reasons. But no, I, I don't want to know. Like I don't want to know too many details. Like that's what it kind of – because then I kind of see it, it differently depending on what they're telling me. I'm like, okay, stop. Too much. Too much. When you girls have your your little sleepover there for Christmas, how does that work? Does everybody like go into the bathroom and change into their jammies or do you guys just like strip down in front of each other? <laughs> we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. I mean, whatever. We uh, Nobody would care either way. We've known each other. This is the group of girlfriends I've known since I was literally, I was five. We were in kindergarten together. So we know each other so well. We're, our comfort level is like a thousand out of a hundred. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. We haven't really discussed. See, here's the thing, Scott, is we don't discuss what, who was going to change in front of who. It just happens. We just do it because nobody cares. It's not a pre-discussion. Like, guys, do I get the bathroom between, you know, 7.45 and 8.15 to change and get into my, you know, jammies and my night outfit? It doesn't work like that. Huh. Anything else happen? Did just randomly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to expect. Like, I don't know if I'm sleeping on a on a, a spare bed, um, if I'm sleeping with somebody else, if I'm sleeping on the floor. Uh, quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm just there to have a good time and hang out with my girls. I'm writing a novel in my head right now, just so you know, and it's probably going to be a bestseller. <laughs> probably going to be. Uh, kind of on the same lines, we've heard that there's a lot of different incentives out there, Kat, for people to get vaccinated. I mean... Certain places were offering a hundred bucks. Get the shot and we'll give you a hundred dollars on top of the cost of the shot. We've heard other ones where uh, there were places in the States where if you got the vax, you'd get a new gun. That's real, by the way. I'm not kidding. They gave away free guns. 
There's other places that offered up bar tabs, case of beer, pre-rolled joints, all sorts of shit that different jurisdictions have done to try and get people to take the vaccine. Well, this is new. A brothel in Vienna is now offering free sex to anyone who goes there to get vaccinated. Free sex to get? So a a free jab to get a jab? Is that what we're going with here? (laughs) We jab you, you poke us. (laughs) They say they have set up a vaccination booth. I wonder what a vaccination huh? booth in a brothel looks like. What is? Fuck, and, don't and, sit down. Who's who's the? Is there is there at least a medical professional that's going to be giving the shot? Like who's giving the shot at a brothel? Well, there's probably somebody dressed up like a nurse, but I don't know their credentials. I mean, like I would ask questions. <laughs> Someone should ask questions. <laughs> so they set up this booth, and anyone who comes in and gets the shot gets to spend. 30 minutes with the lady of their choice. They did not elaborate on what happens in those 30 minutes. So we're not exactly sure what you get, but I mean, chances are at a brothel, if you get 30 minutes free, you're probably going to do some sexy shit. Hmm. It's not just for men. Women are also welcome to take advantage of the deal. Okay. What I don't see a lot of women taking them up on that, to well, be perfectly honest with you. Well, I mean, what are the limits here? Like, a, what is it like an a la carte menu and you got to pick from one of those only? Or can we get creative and be like, can one of these people come back to my home and clean it for 30 minutes? Does that count as a Ooh. service? Like, how does it work? Yeah, these That's are professional, only- professional fuckers. <laughs> I don't think that they they will take a, an offer like that. I mean, That's like going thinking. into a hospital and saying, hey, doc, that's great, but can you change my oil? I'm a little overdue. I'm just thinking, you get them free for 30 minutes? Maybe you need a good hard, you know, you need a good conversation and a good cry. Can we just do that? Like, do I have to pick sex? Like, maybe I just no. need to talk to somebody about something. And, and you, you totally can. As I understand it, a lot of uh, the prostitutes will will talk to you about okay. whatever it is you'd like to talk about. They get paid regardless. So whatever you want, really. Okay. Maybe they'd like to talk to you about the efficacy of the mRNA vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. The owner of the brothel says the pandemic has cut his business by 50%. So he wants as many people as possible to get the shot. So if you've got regulars that like to come to your brothel, might as well set up a booth, give them some vaccines, and then they can keep coming back. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Imagine that, eh? Okay, I got my needle. Let me pick my girl. Uh, Well, if you're a regular and you haven't been vaxxed yet, or I I suppose you you have to be vaxxed to step foot in that place anyway. Like, how does that work? Because you wouldn't be fully vaxxed if you're going to get a vax, and then you're going to spend, you know, 30 minutes fucking somebody. But shouldn't you be fully vaxxed in order to do that? Or is it one of these, like, here's your coupon for your free 30 minutes of sex. Come back when your second shot's in. Yeah, I'm thinking it probably has to be, like, a, a coupon <laughs> a or something. Like, what does that voucher look like? I have so many questions. It's just a big what? dick. It's just a giant dildo that has, like, a number on it. Call me when your second shot's in. Here's your <laughs> dildo. I really, really... Don't know how many people will take advantage of this, but the opportunity is there if you're the type who enjoys brothels and and not being on respirators. So there you go. I mean, if you want to take yourself over to Austria, Vienna, to be specific, you can get 30 minutes free with the lady of your choice if you get the shot. I wonder how much 30 minutes is, though. And are you watching the clock? Because I imagine that if you go in there, it's to get an eventual result. And if you're at like 25 <laughs> minutes and you still haven't come yet, you're going to do everything oh. you can to speed that process up so you didn't waste it. Just picture it. Nothing's more sexy. Are you ready? You enter the room. You go through like some weird fucking beaded curtain. This is just what I'm picturing. 
little you band aid on your arm. Yeah, you're like, ooh, they're like, mm, get comfy, and you get comfy. And then, so let's say it's a guy and a girl. Let's say that. Let's say it's a guy sits down on the bed, and she's like, what can I do for you? Oh, hang on a second. And then she reaches over to a fucking egg timer, and she, like, she just fucking, <laughs> 30 minutes. Okay, when the, egg, when the egg timer goes off, I hope you've come, baby. Like, it's just nothing about it is that nothing about that 30 minute part is, is sexy at all. Well, I or do mean, you go over like if you go over, do they charge per minute or per second? I mean, because you're right. It might take more than 30 minutes. So how does that work? I mean, you don't want to walk out with blue balls. So my guess is you're going to end up paying a little bit for a little bit longer. Yeah, I would imagine. Maybe they pay by the pump. Like every time those hips pay, move, pay you're paying another dollar, the, asshole. Pay by the pump. <laughs> gas station this is the sexiest thing i mean it's great speaking of gas stations those prices are fucking ridiculous cat it went up another two cents at midnight yeah it's brutal i I have a ram like i have a truck we have a truck and to fill that thing up right now is almost two hundred dollars i kid you not two hundred it's fucking crazy it's it's fucking crazy is what it is so speaking of cars, I'm going to go a little off topic here and just tell you the shit that I've got to deal with. I'm moving on Monday, and this is my last weekend to get shit together. My son called me the other day from his place down in the States, and his car, which is an older car, has finally died. Like, it's time for a burial at sea and, and, and play taps because this car is done, not going anywhere. So on top of all the other shit that I've got going on, which is on top of the regular shit that I do in a day that's very busy, I'm flying him back tomorrow night, trying to arrange a PCR test so that he can get into the country without a $6,000 fine. When he gets here, his sole goal is to take one of my vehicles and then drive it back to the States so that he has one. And I hate to break it to the poor fucking guy, but the car he's taking is my truck. And that, too, costs like $200 to fill up. So, the whole thing is a fucking mess. It is good, though. I am looking forward to seeing him. I haven't seen him in months. Oh, that's so, good. And it's weird to say that about your own kid, but uh, there's a lot of them south of the border. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish we would at least waive that PCR test result for the kids that are coming back in the next few weeks, but I don't know if we're going to. Uh, how do I say this girl's name? Is it Emily Ratajkowski? Yes. Is that her name? The, yep. the model? Ratajkowski, yep. I I just heard a clip this morning of her talking about why women are so attracted to Pete Davidson. And that's always a topic that interests me. Why are women (laughs) so attracted to Pete Davidson? Can I play this for you? Yeah. Listen to Emily Ratajkowski. I said it right again, right? Yep. Be honest. When you show up and there's someone with maybe a little bit less of a pedigree, you know, the guy who's there to be like the not a model in the model shoot. Are you up for a minute? Or are you like, all right, let's see what you got, Davidson? <laughs> I think you're being a little mean. I think I he, don't, I'm he's, only he's got the height. He is a tall obviously guy. Obviously, women find him very attractive. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> so, did, you, did you hear he's got a show on Tubi right That now? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I'm like, how's that guy a model? Yeah, yeah. I feel like only other men feel that way. Like, yeah. Guys are like, wow, what's that guy got? And I'm like, I mean, he seems super charming. He's yeah. vulnerable. He's yeah. lovely. Great. His fingernail polish is awesome. Like, he looks good. <laughs> there you go. He's great. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. I'm sold. I'm going to have him back on. Good relationship um, with his mother. Yeah, great know. relationship with his mother. We love just a, a sweetheart. Is that really all it is? Yeah, Good relationship with his mother. He's tall, funny, and not typical. I don't 
Um, yeah, and I think that she's absolutely right, is that the people asking the questions the most seem to be guys. I, I think it seems to be men that are wondering because, for whatever reason, they're comparing you know, themselves to that person, right? You're like, well, I'm better looking than him. What the fuck is going on there? I don't understand. He seems like an average person. Some people like that. Some people want somebody who's, well, and I mean, I say average, but all of those things are true. When you look at his life story and all the shit he's been through, I mean, his, his, his father died uh, during 9-11. He, he was like stuck like glue to his mom and still is to this day, even as a grown-ass man. He's pretty humble. Um, he's pretty self-deprecating, too. Maybe some people like that. I don't know, but he's obviously funny. And it's okay to, to, to not just base it off of what you believe is, oh, super hot. Super hot, got to date that person. They're intriguing. And that's the word that the source close to Kim Kardashian used is that he can be, uh, he's very intriguing, very low-key, confident person. And that's absolutely attractive. And I like, again, I do like the Kim Pete thing. I don't know if it's actually going to go anywhere. Maybe they're just fucking around. Maybe they're just um, playing the publicity card here just to get people talking. I don't know. But I do like the thought of it because it does make you aware that it doesn't have to be the certain cookie cutter standard that people always go for because that's not true at all. Do you think guys like George Clooney and Leonardo DiCaprio and all the, uh, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, all those A-list guys who basically have their pick of the litter, they, they can just get any woman they want. Mm. Do you think they look at someone like Pete as a threat? You know, no. if they're just hanging out with Pete, it's kind of like, hey, yeah, whatever. But then when they're in a, a situation, a competitive situation, if you will, they're the Met Gala, for example, and there's all these A-list female starlets there. Are they worried that Pete's going to swoop in and cut the grass? No, I don't think so. To answer, like, frankly, no. Because that's that, what's going on here. Single-handedly, silly. Pete Davidson is reinventing the game. Yeah, I don't know. The guy's been through a lot of shit, too. Don't forget, like, Ari and he were engaged, and then she just broke it off with him and then created a song, which was, like, a huge song called Thank You Next, right after her breakup, basically taking advantage of that. The guy's been through the fucking ringer. Let him have his day. This is Pete's time, and I'm here for it. Good for him. Let's go. Um, Plenty of... <laughs> Speaking of which, by the way, because you mentioned all of those uh, really like standard good-looking men type of people like the Brad Pitts and the George Clooney's, did you ever expect a Paul Rudd to get picked as sexiest man alive like he was announced as? Okay, so Paul Rudd is basically Pete Davidson. Paul Rudd was what? never the... He was never... No, he, hear me out. He was never the best-looking guy. He was never the most famous. He was never the, the most outgoing he was just sort of the guy next door that was good looking and had a good job. And he he seems fairly nice and down to earth and connected. He just coasted through as the guy next door who's kind of good looking, but has a great sense of humor and seems like a fun guy. That's just like Pete. It's not like people have been making Paul Rudd out to be a sex symbol since the day he broke into Hollywood. Right. right. He just sort of grew on people to the point where they were like, yeah, that is sexy. I like that a lot. He's yeah. been in a lot of movies that I like, so he's sexy. That's yeah. how the Paul Rudd thing came about, because let's face it, he doesn't have that that chiseled George Clooney jaw. He doesn't have those youthful, boyish looks that Leo has. Well, he's not one of those guys. He is just a guy next door. Let's not forget. I mean, look at the guy. He's 52. and what? he You didn't really? know? Yes. I didn't know that. He aged like a fine wine. He looks better now than when he was in Clueless. I'm saying it. It's true. This guy's incredibly attractive. I've always, I've always had a little crush on Paul Rudd. Always, ever since I saw him in Clueless, for example, I always thought, oh, he's cute and he's funny. And I got, I like the funny. It's great. 
Um, but I love that he's got this title. I think it's pretty awesome. And at 52, there's not a lot of 50-somethings that I think younger people would say that about. You know, and you mentioned a couple of them. Like, George Clooney does nothing for me personally. But I know there's a lot of younger people that would say that. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt, okay, yes, very good looking. Also an older guy. Paul Rudd is like so unassuming. And I think that that's why I like that pick as well. And I do agree with everything you're saying. He was always just in those smaller parts, didn't become a leading man really until he was in his 40s. And then he really took the lead on a lot of roles. He became Ant-Man. I mean, he's he's in Marvel now. And he's known around the world because of these newer roles that he's done. And everybody just fucking loves him. We talked about the most loved celebrities not long ago. And Paul Rudd was one that I thought, yeah, that's a guy that nobody hates. Nobody can hate on Paul Rudd. Why would you hate him? Uh, there's, he's not controversial. He's married with two kids, loves his wife of 18 years, says that's the only place he really wants to be. Even when he's making movies and at these events and stuff, he just wants to be at home with his wife and kids. Like, who doesn't fucking love that? That's sexy. Listen, if Paul Rudd can get named sexiest man alive, that means Jonah Hill could someday be named yes, sexiest man alive. Sure. The list goes on and on and on because we've changed the playing field now. It's not just those stereotypical leading men, suave and debonair. I mean, hey, it's guy next door like Paul Rudd. Okay. Will Ferrell could someday be the sexiest man alive. You know what I mean? If you've got a sense of humor, you're decent looking. And here's the last part that makes a huge difference. You're older. The 20-year-old sexiest man alive's probably aren't going to happen again because there's a real attraction to older men. That's when these guys start winning these awards, like Paul Rudd just did. I didn't know he was over 50, but that makes perfect sense. When I turned 40, holy shit, it was like people thought, oh, he's turned 40. I'll be honest, there's a lot of people that slid into my DMs when I turned 40, and there's no other explanation for it other than 40. Wow. You're old enough. You got your shit together. Wise, wiser, they say. Wiser. <laughs> your opinions are basically formed. You, you're more compassionate, I think, as you get older. There's so many reasons that older wins, and that's why this is a perfect choice. They nailed it by naming Paul Rudd the sexiest man alive. There you go. If, if it had gone to Pete Davidson, there probably would have been riots again at the Capitol in America. <laughs> I hope he gets it next year. I hope so. <laughs> I'm here for it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Plenty of Fish has released seven new dating terms that they're going to use internally to describe some of the activities that go on on their site. And if they happen to catch on, I assume they're okay with this. It's kind of a conversation starter, if you will. But they pulled 7,000 single people and say, these are all dating trends that are already happening. Let me run a few of them by you. Okay. Deja vuing. That's when you do the same things with your new partner that you did with your ex. Yeah, This comes from the Olivia Rodrigo song, right? That's all this is, because that's exactly what the song is about, and that's the name of the damn song. See, I actually go out of my way to not deja vu. I had a a restaurant that uh, when my wife and I were married that we would go to, and 
I would feel weird taking somebody right. else there. And it's not that I feel like I owe my ex-wife anything or I'm and, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful in any way. It's just I really don't have any interest in taking somebody else there yeah. as much as I like that restaurant. I think that speaks more to like the players. If, if, you, if they still call them players, maybe there's a new lingo. But the, the ones who will date multiple people, maybe it's around the same time or even at the same time. They have an in at a restaurant as a good example. Or maybe they know somebody that works at the, for the Toronto Blue Jays. So they bring their dates up to the, you know, the broadcasting booth and shit like that. I've heard of that before where it's like, oh, oh, here comes a new girl. She probably thinks she's the first to get this tour, right? The special tour, right? Or, or go to this restaurant and, and, and get to pick from a special menu. You're not special. This person's done this a million times. So uh, deja vuing. Uh, all right. I, I don't mind the term for that. I don't know how many people actually use these terms, but yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't do the same thing again. Is that weird, though? I mean, let's say, for example, I invited my girlfriend to go to the falls this weekend and we're going to stay at, uh, I don't know, the Hilton or the Marriott. If I've stayed at the Hilton or the Marriott with my ex, is it weird mm-hmm. to take your current there? Or should you just totally avoid stuff that you used to do with your exes? Yeah, I guess it all depends on how that relationship ended. If we're talking about long-term relationships or just a fling, you know, that we had with somebody and you're like, ah, who cares? It's not a big deal. But if there's if it's a memorable moment or that's the hotel. I mean, you mentioned the restaurant that you used to go to. I, I I understand. I don't know who would bring someone else into a restaurant where it was a special, meaningful one at one point in their life that really doesn't mean anything to them anymore. So why would you? Darwining. That's when you refuse to date someone who doesn't believe in science. A third of people say they know someone who's done it, not dated someone, because I'm going to assume when they say doesn't believe in science that they're an anti-vaxxer or they are unvaccinated. Mm. Uh, I can see why if you're vaccinated, you wouldn't necessarily want to date someone who is unvaccinated. Yeah. Saying they don't believe in science. I don't know if I buy that either. But if that's the excuse you want to roll with. okay, fine. Sure. Does religion come into play in any of that? I wonder. See, now that's possible. Some people are very, very strong in their religious Mm -hmm. convictions. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, then a lot of those religions may go against science. And that's that could be it for that person. You know what, though? I actually respect somebody who's got those kind of convictions. You know, if, if you are hell-bent on the world did not begin with a Big Bang and there were no dinosaurs roaming the Earth, the Earth started when God created Adam and Eve, and that's just the way it is. If you're one of those people, <laughs> I respect the fact that you are so uh, uh, solid in your stance, that you've got your religious convictions and you believe what you believe, And that's okay. We don't have to talk about religion, even though I do have a differing opinion on that. Mm. Good for you if you're faithful. Resigning. That's when you end a serious relationship due to perspective and clarity gained through the pandemic. Mm. You know, I just went through this whole 20 months of scary shit at times and annoying stuff at other times and frustration and poverty and I've just decided that you're a fucking idiot. I don't like you. <laughs> well, and what, but the, tr- <laughs> I mean, and you say that, but the truth is how many times have we heard and we had heard from divorce lawyers throughout the past two years, let alone breakups like that. We don't have stats on, but we do know a lot of people spent more time with those individuals that they were partnered up with, whether it be a spouse or, or you're living together and went, yeah, I can't do this. Like, this is, I, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with someone because I can barely stand to be in the same room with you as long as we have to be in the same room. So there's something to that. 
I agree with you wholeheartedly. There definitely is. Uh, let's talk about hesitating. That is being unsure if you want to date seriously or casually because life's a little weird and uncertain right now. Do you want to jump into a full-blown relationship right now, especially during cuffing season when the expectations are a little bit higher? Or maybe you're just floating around like a, a leaf falling from a tree. You'll just go where the wind takes you. And maybe you you like this person, but you don't want to full-blown commit to that person. Even mm-hmm. if you could see yourself with them long-term, you don't want to lock yourself in. You want to leave your options open. Hmm. I don't mind that. I mean, we're we're living in a, a time when people take until they've graduated from university to decide what they want to do for a living. I don't mind if you want to take a couple extra months to figure out if this is the relationship you want to be in. That's fine, isn't it? I think so. I think there's nothing wrong with that either. How about hand anticipation? That's being unsure about the physical boundaries that are acceptable in 2021, like whether you hug the person or you shake their hand or you fist bump your date or what. I always get help, get caught so up on awkward. that. So awkward that moment, isn't it? I do not want to be the one who leans in for the kiss at the end of the date. I sure as shit don't want to be the one who extends my hand like, hey, good date. Shake. <laughs> Put her there. <laughs> this has been a good business decision for both of us. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think you're really neat and, and you're beautiful. And give me a little fist bump right there. Yeah. All right. We'll <laughs> but, see you on Tinder. And you know what? It's relationships aside, too. That's a general thing sometimes. Like if you're meeting with someone that you haven't seen in a long time, let's say it's an acquaintance, sometimes that gets awkward, right? Where you're like, okay, nice to see you. Do I hug you? Do I hand? Do we do a handshake? Like, any of those circumstances can always be so awkward. It's almost very helpful if one person's a little more dominant toward it. Like, I'm sticking out my hand, making it very clear it's a handshake-only situation. Or, arms are wide open, let's hug this out. But the date one gives another layer, because there may be one person anticipating a kiss or wanting to give a kiss, and the other person feeling the exact opposite way. Yeah. I... uh and I get it, believe me. And this is why I don't want to be the one who leans in for the kiss. Inevitably, somebody has to do it, unless you've discussed this in advance, which is also kind of weird. But I've been on the other end of that, where someone leans in to kiss me, and I'm thinking, mm, not really, I, no. But it's rude to pull away, isn't it? I felt rude doing it. I mean, but you should, and this is the awkward part because you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel rude. That's your comfort level. And you're uncomfortable giving that person a kiss. It's, you can, you know, you have to figure out a way almost in advance. You have to figure out when you know, Hey, if they lean in for a kiss, I don't want to do it. You have to figure out a way to let that person know, like, just so you know, um, I really enjoyed spending time with you. I'm not the type that kisses on a first date, but I do want to offer you a nice hearty handshake. (laughs) You have to, as awkward as that is, it's it's better, I think, than going going in for that kiss, too. That's that's probably just going to either gross you out or or lead the person on, right? Or, or any of those negative things. But I am the kind that kisses on a first date. In fact, I'm willing to do much, much, much more, <laughs> just not with you. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you wish that everyone could just be honest. It would hurt some feelings, but you did, wouldn't that just feel better to say? Uh, just so you know. I had an okay time and that's about it. And I'm not interested in kissing your face. So could you please just go home and let's pretend this never happened and move along. 
Yeah, I mean, if you want, I can write you an email or something. I just don't want to talk about it right here while you're standing there feeling a little rejected, you know? I'll it's send just... you a formal email regarding the breakup that we will What's have. your Google? I'll leave a review. <laughs> I still stand by. I think that we should be reviewing people who sure. are in the dating apps. You know, if you will take the time to read the reviews on whether or not, whether or not that, that new cordless drill you want to buy is going to be good or not, why wouldn't you take the time to read the reviews mm-hmm. on someone you're considering putting part of you inside part of them? Yep, it's true. Last one on the seven from Plenty of Fish is communidating. 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 This sounds like a big pile of people. <laughs> it's when you're looking for three partners, not Am I one. close? What is this? <laughs> no, that's when you use the dating apps like Tinder or Plenty of Fish or Match or whatever, not just for dating and intimate relationships, but also to make friends and connections. Oh. Okay, so let Do, me get this straight. Whoa, what? Let me get this straight. Because I think generally speaking, people go online to cut out a lot of the bullshit that goes with meeting somebody the the old school way of meeting someone at a club and a, switching numbers, talking, and then going out. The The online version just takes away all of the mundaneness of that. If I actually matched with someone on Tinder and I had to tell them, yeah, yeah, I mean, things are going really, really well. I don't want to date you. I was just looking for a friend. That's that's not going to end well, no, is it? No. Or is that low-key an even better, more effective way to get in their pants? No, I don't like that. I mean, if you're on there to date, then date. You're looking for a partner. You're not looking for a friend. There's There are apps for friendships or, you know, go somewhere else to find a friend. Get in touch with people that maybe you're, you haven't been in touch with for a while. If you want a friend, you don't go on a dating app to get a friend. I don't like that. Yeah, how do you tell your other buddies, like, hey, here's my new buddy, Tom. We met on Plenty of Fish. That sounds fucking weird, right? My buddies are instantly going to want to know, why the fuck were you cruising for Tom on Plenty of Fish? (laughs) Tom's a good guy, though. I mean, uh, Tom's a fun time. (laughs) Seriously, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the very Canadian, by the way, breaking news that we had come from Tim Hortons oh, this morning. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I love this story. You go ahead. OK, you love it. Good. Well, on Monday, I don't know. I follow Justin Bieber. I like Justin Bieber. I do. I like Justin Bieber. OK, so I do follow him on Instagram. And I noticed on Monday he posted this uh, picture. It was him. A Tim Hortons cup was there. We all know he likes Tim's. If you if you watch him on social media, he's always with the Tim Hortons. Even if he's bashing them, he still buys it all the time. Anyway, he said that something is coming soon. And he tagged Tim Horton. So we knew that something was happening. I, I had no fucking idea. I thought maybe this was like a three-way thing with the Leafs with his jersey or some shit. But no, turns out there's going to be new flavors of Timbits. It is a collaboration between Tim Hortons and Justin Bieber. And they're calling them Tim Biebs. Uh, let me let me read off these three flavors. Because some people like might not give a fuck that it's uh, Justin Bieber and just want to know what the flavors are. And totally fair. Um, the three new flavors that will be available limited time only beginning November 29th are chocolate white fudge. Mm? Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sour cream chocolate chip. Yep. So basically the sour cream blaze just with chocolate chips. That'd that's be what, okay. It sounds, that's what it sounds like to me. Fine. And birthday cake waffle. I mean, 
Mm. Waffles don't really have a taste. It's the syrup you put on it that tastes. So I'm assuming that's going to be very similar to the current birthday cake Timbit, which is delicious. Yeah, very close. Maybe a slightly different texture. It's possible, but very close. The chocolate white fudge, that's a new one because I don't think they've ever had white fudge anything before. Am I wrong? I didn't even know you could make fudge. I didn't even know <laughs> My fudge knowledge is like a two out of 10 though. So why, what would I know about that? But I'm pretty excited about, I'm pretty excited about that because there's merch to go along with it. And I'll tell you something, Scott, November 29th, I will 100% when I roll up to a Tim's and I will do it before the show, before we start in our morning show, very early in the morning, I'm going to roll up to the Tim's and hope they have some merch because I'm going to buy that. It might not just be for me guys, because I have a feeling that if this is limited merch, you could throw it up on eBay for a lot of fucking money. And I might. Sure. I might. Listen, those Bieber fans are, well, there's millions of them around the world. Mm-hmm. But this is only happening in Canada and the USA. This is great that Tim's USA is on on this as well. So, yeah, there's probably a whole bunch of, of people in like fucking Bolivia or whatever that would love to buy your new Drew X Tim's sweatshirt. So, yeah, I mean, that's worth it. The Timbits themselves, whatever. I don't know if I'll love them or hate them, but I will say that this is a neat thing. And it's neat that it came full circle, and it seems fairly organic, too. Justin doesn't need to do this. No. He does not need Tim Horton's money. This is just something where he's a fan of them, they're a fan of him, let's make everybody some money here. And don't you feel like, okay, so let's say you, you, some kind of massive thing happened with you where all of a sudden you were known around the world, Scott. Not that you're not already, of course. But, I mean, let's say you blew up like a Justin Bieber and you had all the power to do what you wanted and the money. I think that that's what I would like to do, too. I would like to think that I would go back to my roots of what I really like and partner with that. I'm not just going to, like, it would make no sense if all of a sudden I partner with Puma, for example. Like, what the fuck do I care about Puma right now in my life? But I do like, you know, Starbucks, for example, or Sephora or Shoppers Drug Mart. You know, all that shit that I like in my life. I now have the power to partner with shit that I want to partner with. And I think that I, I like the idea anyway, that Justin Bieber still drives through and gets his Tims. He does it when he's uh, in Cambridge. He, I don't know if he's been at his house anytime soon, the one that he has in Puss Lynch, but he does drive up to the to drive through. They know him there. He gets his Timmies always when he lands, he gets his Timmies right away. And that's kind of part of his life and has been since he was a little kid growing up in Stratford. So I like the fact that it's like, like you said, it has come full, full circle. I love that. Yeah, listen, it's funny because when I posted this on the Scott and Cat Facebook page, we do have one, by the way. If you're on Facebook, you can throw that a like if you want to see because we post our, our top trending stories every day. One of the themes that I saw was men that are a little bit older saying things like, ooh, I guess Timmy's is desperate. Or, oh, Timmy's going after the teeny bopper Jesus. crowd. Let yeah. me tell you something about Justin Bieber. Guys in particular, if you're one of those guys that, yeah, yeah, I'm a guy, I don't listen to Justin Bieber. Okay, first off, Justin is doing just fine. Like I said, he doesn't need this endorsement. He's doing it because it's fun and it makes sense for him. And sure, it's money. He'll take money. If they throw it at him, he'll do it. For Timbits, sure, of course he will. But Justin Bieber's fans, he has done such a good job. He's done what many artists couldn't do. He grew up with his audience. So whereas maybe 10 years ago when Baby with Ludacris was all the rage, maybe then all his fans were like, uh, I don't know, uh, 14, 15, 16 years old. A lot of them are still fans. And now they're 25, 26, 27 years old. Justin has done a great job at growing up with his audience. Mm -hmm. This 
is a perfect compliment you for You know tits. what, though, Scott? Those are the same people that probably roll their eyes when they heard McDonald's was teaming up with BTS for a BTS meal. They, th- these are the people that have no fucking clue because that is a good example of a company who, it's not like McDonald's was hurting by any means, but they saw a 23% growth year over year after they created that meal with BTS. So the mm-hmm. strength in celebrity endorsement is so big. And a partnership for Tim Hortons, that's a big one when it comes to Justin Bieber, especially for his fans. And if they haven't heard of Tim Hortons, if they're in the States, for example, you better believe they're going to seek one out and probably create new fans for the younger from the younger generation. I think it's absolutely Brilliant when companies do things like this, as long as they do it the right way. And by the way, side note, the next uh, celebrity meal for McDonald's is going to be a Mariah Carey festive one, by the way. Is it? Yeah. We'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, I just think it's brilliant. And again, these are people, I had the same comments on my own Facebook page. Why? Um, no. Uh, Okay, first of all, don't fucking get the Timbits if you fucking care that much. Who cares? I want a box of Timbits, but none of those Justin Bieber ones. And I'm telling you, if if you had the chance, if I told you, okay, right now you can have a 10% uh, share in in, in these, you would jump on it. You know that they're going to make money off of this. So don't be, don't be petty little pricks about it. I think it's a great move for them. I do too, Kat. I, uh, I think uh, Tim's hit a home run on this one. I think Justin hit a home run on this one. And I'm happy to see a Canadian doing so well. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. To get to where Justin got to and to go through the shit that he went through and recover from it, he's done well. You know what I'm wondering, though, is when he goes through the drive-thru and when he's in town, he does every day, uh, usually at Pine Bush and Jameson Parkway in Cambridge. That's the closest one to his house. When he does go through the drive-thru, he gets a coffee for himself. He gets a, a coffee for Haley. We're, we're talking, what, like $4? Do they charge Justin Bieber the $4 or do they say it's on us? Have a great day. I'm sure sometimes it's on them. Sure. Huh. I feel weird asking a multi, multi-millionaire for $4. Well, but at the same time, they can certainly afford it. And it's a business like any other business. When he was at Swish LA, I think he paid. When he was at Swish LA not long ago. And I'm sure he's happy to pay. it. Yeah. Uh, it happens all the time. I mean, I am not even close to on the same level as Justin Bieber when it comes to celebrity. But people offer me free shit all sure. the time. I don't want free shit. I'd rather pay for it and support your business. In some cases. There's certain cases where if we can make this work for you and work for me, I'm in. But, yeah, I mean, if I'm getting a coffee and somebody says, hey, I listen to you on the radio. Thanks for the laughs. This is on me. That's nice. nice. I'll take that, but I feel bad. Like, ah, shit. So then I just want to pay it forward. Then I'll go find another Tim Hortons and buy somebody's coffee. (laughs) There you go. That's what you could do, though. All right, we got to wrap this one up, friends. Uh, have yourselves a great one. We'll be right back here tomorrow. After 200 days in orbit, four astronauts splashed down in the Gulf of Mexico aboard a SpaceX capsule. Yep, 200 days in space. After landing, they said we were going a little crazy up there. At one point, we looked out the window and I swear we saw William Shatner. <laughs> According to a new study, going to bed too early or too late may disrupt the body's natural rhythm and increase the risk of cardiovascular disease. So just to be safe, let's all randomly change our clocks twice a year for no reason. The creator of Squid Game announced that season two is now in the works. That's right, season one left so many unanswered questions like, uh, I love this show, what the hell is wrong with me? Uh, Even the creator of the Saw franchise is like, I'm not sure how much more of this we can take. 
Amazon founder Jeff Bezos jokingly threatened actor Leonardo DiCaprio on Twitter after a video surfaced showing DiCaprio talking with Bezos' girlfriend at a gala. What a scandal! DiCaprio was talking to a woman over the age of 30? The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it.